Hey everyone, my name is Langie Kadeska. Hey everybody, my name is Julissa Fontaine. Please call me Juju. And, and we're, we're the hosts of the Her Revival Podcast. So we want to just thank you all for coming to listen to us speak to you. Her Revival is a place where we plan on empowering women, educating our community, talking about health, wellness, beauty, all the things under the sun for millennial women of the world. Hey everyone, Langi here. So glad to be back with the Her Revival family. We hope you all enjoyed last week's episode with Chef Westwood and got a glimpse into the cannabis industry. We want to officially welcome Soy as not only a co-founder, but also a co-host, period. Hey. We're making power moves for Her Revival all 2020. Hey! <laughs> Hey y'all, I'm so excited to be here, Soy. Um, you know, I've really just been in a great mood lately, and I know it's because I've really just been sharing with people, you know, how I want to be loved and the things that I need to do or that they need to do in order for me to feel loved. And, you know, typically, you know, people think of this in terms of like partnerships or relationships, but, you know, it's really just any kind of relationship, mm -hmm. your friends, your family, etc. like people that you're interacting with, who you want to be around. And I think it's just so important for like, us to be building positive relationships. Agreed. That's definitely fact. So wait, hold on for a minute. Do y'all even know y'all love languages? All right. So I'll go first. <laughs> so first of all, I never even knew what love languages were until Langi just crept up on us and was like, you need to take this love language test. Yeah. I'm like, what the hell is a love language I'm test? I'm so many quizzes, y'all. Personality, apology languages. We'll talk about it. I'm yeah, I need to get into that. So of course, because of Langi, I took the test and I found out that my top two are one, acts of service, and two, quality time. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk a little bit more later on what that actually means. How about you, Soy? All right, so. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> I know you're probably like, this gold digging. I ain't saying she a gold digger. Okay. I'm a neat. But, you know, all right, so my first love language was receiving gifts, and the second one was quality time. Mm, that's mm. definitely gonna be interesting to talk about okay. so top two top two top two um and so for me my top two are actually quality time and acts of service top but two just to get into the details of really what love languages are and just to give a basic description for our listeners who may not have heard of this concept or necessarily know what it is i'm gonna give a quick description of the five primary love languages. So, numero uno, they're in no specific order, are words of affirmation. So, if you are a person with a thumb language, you like to hear people express their appreciation for you verbally. I love you. I appreciate you. You're beautiful. You're awesome. And you need to hear these things constantly in order to feel appreciated and loved by that other individual. Numero dos, Yes, yeah, see, I'm, yeah, yep. I'm bilingual. Yep. Um, <laughs> we're going to scratch that for this episode. Um, take that out, please. <laughs> take it out. So number two it is acts of service. Hey. Relieving someone of stress or any burdens, taking on activities or errands for them to demonstrate that you love them by helping them out. So, for example, if Juju has an event coming out, an example of me being doing an act of service would be, hey, do you need me to pick up something while I'm on the way to event? I'm now taking something off of her load. Which my friends are lit for, because that, that'd be a real thing you sometimes. Know the vibe, that'd yo. be a real thing sometimes. Juju 
No, I, I come with a lot of baggage. I have like the bestest friends in the world. <laughs> like literally and figuratively. <laughs> All right. So um, number three would be physical touch. And this love languages can be hugs, small gestures that show affection. So if a friend is crying, you can rub their shoulder. You can show them, look, this girl trying to touch me right now. <laughs> But I can't help it. What's very important to mention about this love language is that they should be done appropriately mm-hmm. and in a timely fashion. Absolutely. You know? Because just because somebody has a physical touch love language doesn't mean that they want you to be all upon them all at time. all times. Exactly. I don't want to be trying to give a speech and you coming up to the stage trying to touch, touch me. <laughs> Imagine. Look, I'm going to have to throw you away. That's my sis. Let me come up on that stage. Right. Imagine. I'm going to so just like, you know, people want to be touched at certain times and no one to be touched at certain times. For me, you can just touch me whenever. I don't mind. No. <laughs> but we're going to talk about that, too. Right, don't touch me. Touch. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's showing off. All right. Number four is going to be receiving gifts, which is actually so is number one. <laughs> um, I'm in need. And this love language is about the thoughtfulness behind receiving gifts. This person expressed to you, hey, I've been really thinking about this candle that I saw at the market and it smelled really good. Didn't get a chance to get it. And you surprised them one day with that same exact candle that they just spoke about. It doesn't have to be something that's a thousand dollars. It can be something that was two dollars. But it was the fact that you thought about the person and you showed them that you appreciated them by getting them a gift. And quality time number five, my personal favorite. My number two. Is receiving undivided. Oh, boy. Undivided No phones. No phones. Spending uninterrupted time with the person you love. And I wanted to exaggerate that because I feel like millennials sometimes feel like, okay, if I'm around you, that's, that's good enough. Time. That's me. No, that's that's not, definitely that's me. It's, it's not quality time that's because me. you spent your whole time on your phone or you spent your whole time not focusing on me. I didn't really get to invest in speaking to you. But if you want to know what your top love languages are, you can definitely take the quiz online to see. And you can do it at 5 But now that we've talked a little bit about the basis of love languages, we're going to get into the nitty Great, yeah, fool me. Definitely. Let's so, get it. I actually have a question for you guys. Oh boy. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm ready. So, have you ever applied these love languages to your friendships? And if you have, how have you done that? I'll go first. So, here's a little backstory for y'all. So, once upon a time, I had like maybe four different like pairs of friends. And I was just like, honestly, everybody knows I'm the wo- I'm the worst phone communicator. I'm not good at texting. I probably should call my friends more. And even worse, to have different group chats with like a massive amount of different people. I was like, I'm going to try this little thing where I just put all these random women in the same chat. And I'm not going to prepare them for it. I'm just going to do it and see what happens. That was probably the best and craziest and worst decision all at the same time. But it's really worked out in the end of it all. So I'm excited. And it's even more lit because they all kind of hang out with each other more than me sometimes. But, you know, that's fine. I'll take that. It's cool. So Um, here's what I'm excited. (laughs) Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And you guys are going to see more friends. That's the backstory. But y'all will meet the rest of them. So that's why I was really excited when Langie pitched this episode in regards to love languages. 
because as a group of like nine women, eight women, nine women, right? No, I, I don't know. See, I'm the worst. She Terrible. I, I should know. know. I should know. She I should. So I'm happy that she pitched this episode because one of the biggest questions as a group was how does everybody want to be, be befriended? Right. Like yeah. how, what kind of friend are we supposed to be to each other? And everybody has a different need that needs to be met. So for me, as I mentioned before, numero uno, because I'm bilingual too, you feel me? No, I'm not. Anyway, <laughs> I had to copy her. Here we go. Now she want to top me. Here we go. Acts of service. So yes, when I took the quiz, I was shocked because that's definitely me. I come with a lot of baggage. I'm always doing like a million and three things. And with that, I probably, no, no, not probably. I can't do it all by myself. And hence, I have a very strong group of friends who seem to always support me in everything that I do. Funny story, college, it used to be to the point where I would have to go from going to class to some kind of meeting or doing a speech where I had my friends literally go to my room, pack a bag of clothes for me, meet me somewhere random and actually bring it to me. And honestly, it felt weird having to even ask a friend to do that because it's kind of like, are you treating me like like your assistant or your slave or something? But but why did but expand on that for me a little bit? Mm -hmm. So for me, right? Like I said before, like I think it's very important as friends to do for each other. So for me, when I had to ask my friends to make those moves for me, it was kind of like I don't want to make you feel less than because you have to run to all these different places just to give me something that I can do myself. But my friends honestly saw that I was working really hard to impact a lot of people. And they believed in my goals. They believed in my dreams. And they did it. And I, I never had anybody complain about it. They'd probably be like, damn, Drew, I'm trying to take a nap. Like, <laughs> come on, you're blowing mine. So they'll make like little gestures like that. But I feel like for me, like that means a lot to me. Anybody who's willing to invest their time, their resources, or even their thoughts into anything that I care about. Hence, while we have her revival as a team, there's three of us. It's kind of like, I need that. Yeah. And I want to do the same thing for my friends too. So even Langie, for example. Yo, Langie, I know you're working on like four things right now. I know you're stressed out. Can I help you with one of them? Mm-hmm. Anything I can do at all? And she's definitely going to say no. All of them are going to say no. <laughs> but you feel me? Just because I say yes, <laughs> I'm not going to feel bad about it. Because that's kind of what, that's, that's what friendship I need. Yeah. So that's the acts of service part. And the quality time for me is more brief. I just like to be around people. Like, yeah. once again, like doing a podcast. This is an excuse to be around your friends, low key. Yeah. Everybody's working on like a massive amount of different things. We're here together. We're chatting. We're enjoying each other's company. And these are things that I want to do. I think that it was me and who else that had the idea of us trying to do this monthly meetup as a girl um, child. It was somebody else. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like, you know, even though we can't all meet all nine of us all the time, just trying to do it is still something, yeah, but we enjoy it. So that's why that's my number two. Yeah, that's definitely dope. You know, we like definitely share the quality time thing. So just real quick on that. I feel like, you know, if anybody knows me, I have 10 billion notes in my phone that I have like places to eat, places to go, museums that are Facts. free go on to Wednesdays, museums that are free on Wednesdays. Like, yep. So it's just like I'm always the type of person that wants to sort of get off the couch and stop watching TV, stop being on the phone and really be able to like interact with like culture and art. So, you know, if y'all ever want to go somewhere, let me know. Hit up Soy. Because I definitely, even some of the friendships that I have now today, like, it's literally, I posted something on Instagram, like, damn, I really want to go to the Whitney Museum, let's say. And somebody wrote me back and was like, yo, I've been dying to go there. We out. 
That's and lit. so I'm like very into like that quality time, creating memories and, you know, having fun without necessarily having to be on a phone or it being tied to technology. So That's right. Get out your phone. But still listen to really us. Dope. But, you know, <laughs> Don't a lot yourself. of people are like, probably like, what is this receiving gifts thing? But <laughs> I ain't saying she a gold digger. I'm like, okay. So also, you know, like I'm not. I'm really not even like that type of materialistic person. Like, yes, I do like nice things, and you know, I'm really the type of person that buys it myself. Yeah. Like, if I like something nice and it has a little price tag, like I'm, I'm down to like get it for myself because I don't need anybody to provide for me. But, but like, you know, my birthday is a holiday, and if you know me, you know that. Like, oh boy. My birthday is celebrated for the whole month of July. Oh boy. It's like one of the things for me as far as like the receiving gifts thing is like even for my birthday, for Christmas, etc. I really like when people are thoughtful in giving gifts. Like I don't need any and everything. I don't need this designer bag. I don't need a new pair of sneakers or whatever. But it's like if you listen to me throughout the year, like you literally know the type of things that I like and the type of things that I want. So it's like my mom, for example... She literally gives me a basket of socks. Like, I know this is a gift that comes every single Christmas. Like, every single <laughs> But that's cute, though. And it's like, I look forward to it so much because I'm like, dang, what socks am I about to get this year? Like, okay, let me see what character she's putting on my socks. Like, one year she got me, like, monogram socks. Like, that's, like, that's spicy. She got, like, she got me all, like, Disney character socks. So it was like, let me tell y'all, I got, like, 10 billion pairs of socks. And everybody... Always is like, oh, let me see what socks you in college. People used to be like in class, like, yo, what socks you got? I'm crying. I'm crying. Take my shoes off and be like, ow, here's my socks. So I'll give you a pair of socks with my face on it. Yeah, no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, you know, it's really just the whole receiving gifts thing. I think even just as far as like friendship goes, like I'm really in tune, like, and I'm a good listener, and I think that's really where it comes down to. It's like. I like to know that people are listening to me when I talk. They're actually investing their time into mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. And so it's like with my friendships, it's sort of like if we're, if I'm going to call you my friend, I'm going to invest time into you, you know? And it's sort of just like, I'm listening to you. I see what you're into. I see what your passions are. I see what you don't like, what you do like, what you like to eat, etc. So it's like, even if, you know, like my friend is sticking at home and I'm like, oh, she really loves digging. I'm going to go to dig in and get it. So yeah, it's not that's like, nice. it's, it's not $400. Right. Like I'm not buying her a new bag to cheer her up. True. But, you know, it's a $15 bowl mm-hmm. with the drink and I'm going to just spend my hour on the train and go bring it to her to make her yeah. feel better. You that's know? nice. So it's like those types of things. Like I, like the same way that I like to get thoughtful gifts, like I like to give thoughtful gifts. Like I'm literally one of the best gift givers. Okay. Heard you. Heard you. And just spin off on that just really quickly. I'm happy that um Soy's number one was gift giving because that was my bottom one. And everybody knows that I don't really care for gifts, but I love the thoughtful ones. And mm-hmm. I am not good at giving gifts. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it also works out. I don't think that I ever choose the best gifts. Oh, wow. I think for me, like, I, I believe receiving gifts is either third or fourth on my list. Um, I do appreciate thoughtful gifts, but it's just not something that I require as a friend. Right, like, right, if right. If you're not really good at it, I ain't going to be like, I'm trash. Oh, like, come on. But then it works for us because I'm trash. <laughs> There's a mixture of people with different talents in the friend group. So everybody yeah. can, you know, give giving is not my but you know, it's true. Swainy pay Swainy listens. That's true like, though. She I does. Think it's, you know, it's really just 
I'm creative, and I think that's agreed. Too. Like, I'm Absolutely, a huge, I'm a huge creative person. So it's like I would think and be like, oh, let me paint this box in her favorite mm-hmm. color, and then I'm gonna stuff it with things that she likes. That's so you know, or whatever the case may be. Like I'm, I'm very into it. But I think also where it comes from is like my mom, like her raising me and my brother is sort of just like. That was her her way of affection. She was always working mm. two jobs to provide for us. Yep. And so it was just like when we did hang out and have this quality time, it was always we're going shopping or like, you know, oh, I left you something because I'm going to work tonight. So I left you something on your bed. I left a little surprise mm. or whatever the case may be. And so it was like seeing those things and like or like I'm associating them with love and affection so wow. it's like yeah she was very thoughtful because she knew that she had to go to work it was like oh okay what can i do because yep. i know she she has to go spend the night at her friend's house for the weekend because i need to work yeah. yep so it's just like even just those things that made me pay attention more and more to detail and so yeah yeah yep. and definitely just to get on that real quick i know that they say for love languages yours are typically what you received a lot of in mm-hmm. your childhood or mm-hmm. what you didn't receive a lot right. of in mm-hmm. your childhood. So for me, I didn't receive a lot of words of affirmation in my childhood and it's like number five on my list. Like I don't yeah. I don't want to be told things because I want to see you do it. Yep. You know, like I don't want to just be told like, yeah, I love you. Okay, but, but what else? Show it to me. In like three days. So yep. how you love me if I hear from you, I'm sorry. you know? It's been that long. <laughs> <laughs> Like what? <laughs> and so just that those differences are necessary. And two things that we didn't actually get a chance to cover and talk about in the sense of a friendship are physical touch and words of affirmation. Even though these are not necessarily my um, love languages, I didn't want to just give examples of how you could apply them within the context of being a friend. You can use me. So I think Juju saying I can use her because she want to be touched. Yeah, I don't know why that's number three. I, that probably should have been my number you. two. Touch me. <laughs> First of all, I, I literally touched Lanji like four times throughout the course of this interview thus far. Like that just goes to show. <laughs> I touch me hug me cuddle me all right all of it but in the interest of talking about the love language within the context of your friendships I think this is a little difficult to describe because mm-hmm. I feel like people think of touching as just a romantic thing mm-hmm. um but I think that for people like Juju it's not necessarily like you don't need to be caressing anyone's breast nope. or their butt yep. but holding a hand playing with their hair yep. ask permission them. first huh? ask, ask permission to touch the hair ask permission appropriate and timely that's right um, but ensuring that this person is like literally physically near you that's and right is getting that kind of support from you is definitely necessary Agreed. i definitely know one of my friends always used to want to cuddle because we would have self-care nights when i was in um school at albany and whenever we would have the self-care we would write in a journal and answer questions about ourselves and after this would be like can we cuddle and i'm like i don't want to cuddle right I like now cuddling. i want to cuddle <laughs> i don't do I want to cuddle all the time. Ew. Cuddle me. I feel like, you know, like, even just, like, you know, you have your girlfriends and stuff, and it's, like, people will be, like, yo, you're mad weird. Like, okay, or I don't, you know, I'm not into that kind of thing. And it's, like, they always assume that. But I think that it's perfectly fine. If, the, if you know, you have two consented parties and y'all are down for it, it doesn't, like, when I watch movies with my line sisters, like, we all cuddled up on the, on, on the couch watching yeah. movies. So See, it's, like, I like that. I don't, I don't think anything of it. I love it because it's just like that closeness kind of gives you a different kind of bond. 
Yep. And you know, I don't know, Juju. That's how you feel, but it's no, like, it is. It gives a different level of dominance. No, it does absolutely. And one more thing, definitely, is just to talk about the words of affirmation within the context of our friendships, people. I know for me, even though in my romantic relationships, I don't necessarily want this. I think I do appreciate that a lot from friends. So when they say things like, "Oh my God," like you posted that picture, like you look looking mad. that good. <laughs> First of all, Nancy be dropping me. straight heat in the chat with her little makeup or whatever. Like, oh God! Little old me. All right, you're ugly. <laughs> <laughs> or when it's kind of just like, oh my gosh, I saw that project you just did. It mm-hmm. looks so awesome. And just hearing those words, I think for me, works really well in my mm-hmm. friendships, mm-hmm. but not necessarily romantic relationships. But okay. words of affirmation. Are definitely, I think for somebody who had very low self-esteem when I was younger, was necessary for me to get right. closer in my friendships yep. because I didn't necessarily know how to affirm myself. Mm-hmm. So I did need positive women who were around me, who were going mm-hmm. to affirm me, and who were going to say all of these things that would allow me to feel better, to feel right. loved, feel yep. appreciated, feel beautiful. Yep. You feel me? I, I feel, feel you all the way. All right, so... I have another question for you, ladies. I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Are y'all sure y'all ready? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> now you got us nervous. So, what are some stereotypes that you guys think come with these love languages for women? Hmm, where should we start? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think we should start with receiving gifts, though. I mean, honestly, we really could start with that. Y'all see how they be targeting? Facts. That's crazy. So crazy. Defend yourself. Um, you know, <laughs> honestly, I feel like, you know, Something that's like negative or like, you know, stereotypes that could be associated is like, you know, calling women gold diggers. Like, it's sort of just like, it can be very easily misconstrued or misunderstanding. You know, if somebody says, you know, even in your friendship or in your relationship and they're like, oh, well, you know, you didn't get get me something thoughtful or like, oh, like, you know, some people don't really fight back properly i don't want to say mm. properly but like some in a way that's not receivable you know somebody might have an attitude and be like you put no thought into this and throw mm. it, throw it back on the couch and, mm. and not really want it whereas like somebody else would be like dang you know thanks it's a nice gift but you know i wouldn't really appreci- appreciate something more thoughtful so it's like so, negatively somebody can take that and really just be like girl what <laughs> Well, I just spent $4,000 on this thing and you don't like it. Like, you're so unappreciated. Mm-hmm. Or like, oh, you don't you don't consider things. You're so inconsiderate, et cetera, et cetera. So it's like, you know, this gold digger or this materialistic woman that just wants everything. They want things. And, like, you know, they're yep. never really pleased. I feel like mm-hmm. there's some way that people can think of that negatively. And, that, you know, it's not that's not what it means. Mm-hmm. That's not me. And spin off of that too, maybe you come off as the expensive friend, right? It's like if I'm that friend that doesn't really want anything or I don't even spend money on myself, but I like to eat me. You feel me? It's kind of like, (laughs) as you can see, (laughs) but it's kind of like, damn, like I gotta spend mad money on your shoes. Like, I don't even want that shoe. Like, damn, I want to buy it myself. So I feel like that's a negative connotation in itself. It's like, why should I spend so much money? Because that particular friend likes that stuff, but I wouldn't even do it for me. And in life, that's going to be your friendships, your family, your intimate partners. If someone really does like something and they're passionate about it, it's just an investment. It may hurt. I just want y'all to know, it's not really, like, I really don't even be expecting expensive things. Yep. Mm -hmm. It's literally sometimes, you know, my partner will come and be like, 
oh, you know, I was thinking about you and I got you a cheese Danish. Like, and <laughs> I love cheese Danishes. So, like, it really mm-hmm. makes me happy. Like, okay, you really pay attention to the things that I eat. You pay attention to the things that I do, etc. So, it's like, it doesn't have to be a big price tag attached to it. It right. can literally be like, I was coloring at therapy and I made mm-hmm. this picture. And that's why it's exactly. just a stereotype. Exactly. Yeah. Like the main goal from that is don't assume that just because somebody says that their love language is receiving gifts that they have some type of expectation that you're mm-hmm. gonna, you know, just throwing money at them mm-hmm. or throwing gifts at them. Mm-hmm. I also don't like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And don't let somebody utilize receiving gifts to try to manipulate you. Yep into getting them a whole bunch of stuff right yeah exactly. that is gonna be unfair to you and that's also can be taken advantage of the friendship and in terms of taking advantage i'm gonna actually get into acts of service yep i think that a stereotype for people with this love language is that they're like a user yep. or a freeloader like all you want to do is take 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 but mm-hmm. never give the other day I actually saw a tweet was that if you have a friend that's a taker, they don't have any limit unless you tell them to stop. To stop. Yep. Right? You know, because what they're thinking in their head is like, as a friend, you appreciate me and you want to help me. Yep. So why not stop asking? The worst you could tell me is, is no. no. Exactly. So in those type of relationships and in that context, you want to be sure and just be mindful that. As you're receiving things from your friends, yep. they're also good. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And being this person who's who has like the expectation and you want people to help you out, you also have to make sure that they also want to help you. That's right? a fact. Because That's fact. you may ask them and they say yes only because of the fact that they're your friend, right. but yep. not necessarily because they wanted to do this. To do it. Mm-hmm. So I think that's definitely something to be mindful of when we're talking about these love languages and how to apply them. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got no comment. Yeah. Spot on. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. So, yep. you know, like one of the things that I was just thinking about and it's like really transitioning into another one um, is the quality time. And I was sort of thinking like a stereotype is not only like clingy, but also somebody being controlling. That's true. Now, there's some very, very controlling friends. That's true. I think that, you know, in your friendships and in your relationships, like, it's important to just, like, be distinct about what quality time means for y'all. Yeah. That's true. You know, you can be in a setting and it's like, say, me and Lindsay, you know, we we out and about, we say we going to the park. I don't know. And, <laughs> you know, and in Lanji's mind, it's like, you know, I'm really enjoying this time with Soil. We about to sit down talk about our goals. You know, we're going to really like move, talk about our past month, you know, and really have some time to bond. And in my head, I'm like, oh yeah, it's nice outside. Like, I wouldn't mind going to the park. Like, and right. Lanji, cool. You know, mm. and so to me, it's like, you know, I'm on my phone, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. And, you know, what if Lindsay comes to me and says, like, oh, wow, nah, like, you're not even paying attention to me. Like, yep. you just on your phone. Yep. And so it's like, in my head, you know, little on me, I'm responding back to my mama. And, yep. no <laughs> and I'm just like, yo, why is she tripping? Like, yep. she's being controlling. So I think it's really important to sort of, like, talk about that. Quality time is your love language. Mm-hmm. Like, kind of making sure that the person you want to have quality time understands where you're coming from and mm-hmm. it's not 
It's not coming from a harmful place. Yeah. But I will follow up with that and say that outside of it being a stereotype, there are actually friends out there who don't want you to be with other friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know a lot true. of people like that. So what I would say is acknowledge the stereotype, but like still be mindful that some people really feel like if you're my friend, you're my friend. You can't Straight up. Like, you can't be with everybody yeah, else. Yeah, like, you yeah, just you can't. And I know a lot of people who go through that. Yeah. Quality time with other people. Nope. First of all, and that's so interesting because that kind of brings me to something that we were talking about earlier in terms of having healthy distractions. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you have certain friendships and certain people around you, they want so much of your time. The relationship and the bond can be positive, but you haven't done any work. Yep. You haven't done anything. You yep. need quality time, but it has to be intentional yep. so that you don't lose sight of the other things and other responsibilities right. that you have to do, which kind of goes into the clinginess, the controllingness, mm-hmm. the yep. just getting so engulfed in another person mm-hmm. that you're like, I'm scared. Oh, you know. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> you go two days, you go two days without seeing him, and you act like you ain't haven't seen him in a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and speaking of being around people, y'all know what I'm about to get in Last but not least. No, we got two more. You oh, it's two more. Wait. Physical touch. Come on. Uh, and the words of affirmation. Jesus. I thought we did. I could have swore we did words of affirmation. <laughs> Anyways, in terms of physical touch and just some, I guess, negative stereotypes, I think in a friendship, it can be like this person can seem a little too open or they're just mm-hmm. too touchy. Like they always want to be on top of you. Mm-hmm. Like we we said this about Juju. A That's facts. Times, Absolutely. Like, she want to be honest a little bit. All the time. I be like, hugging them up, kissing you know them on the cheek. Is? Absolutely. Like, like, even <laughs> Absolutely. As simple as, like, I have this one friend. Oh, y'all. Like, I really be having to tell her to get it together. And it's really just like, you know, sometimes it's like I put, say I'm wearing like a hoodie or whatever. It's always like, I got to touch your hoodie to tell you that it looks nice. Or like, oh, oh okay, okay. You got to touch my hair. And so okay. it's like, I don't really like being touched. Like that, it just don't touch me. Yeah. Like, you know, and you have, you, oh, everybody got that coworker. Oh, we're not gonna talk about that. Stuff, you know? <laughs> and so, yeah, I'm like, I like this. I like nice. that. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> my manager, anytime she comes to my desk, she feels the need to move my trash can, and I don't know why. And that, you know, that's mm-hmm. not like that's not <laughs> touching me, kind of right. on the subject. But it's just like, why do you gotta touch? Where my arm is yep. on the desk, why you gotta touch my chair? Why yep. it's just like that's the same way I feel about my physical body. It's just you don't need to touch me. Yeah. Right. So you know, I really feel like, you know, it may come off as stereotype, like, yo, like why this person all up on me? Why right. why are you so touchy? Why are you so this? Right. So, that's a fact. But I think that it's essential for people who are someone who has physical touch, such as Juju, that's even right. top two. We know this of her. That's right. So as a friend, I can understand and I will be more open to receiving that because I know that that's what she needs. That's me, man. But it's also still making sure you have those boundaries in your relationships. And all of these love languages really are about boundaries Mm -hmm. as well because you don't want to overdo it, but you also don't want to underdo it because Mm -hmm. you want people to still feel appreciated, feel loved, and all of that stuff. And last but not least, some stereotypes for 
words of affirmation is that they believe everything that they I'll told. speak on it. You yeah, facts. Stop stop you know? stop listening to people. That's it. Like show me. Show me. Let me see. I also feel like, you know, with words of affirmation, like a person who really wants to feel validated through another person's words is sort of just like you know, this person is so gullible, like, yep. you know, yeah. or insecure, or insecure Maybe right? insecure. And, you know, it's like, you always need to tell them something. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, these are like the needy people. Like, why didn't you compliment right? me today? Or, you like my hair? You know, my makeup. You ain't noticed that I got new eyelashes. eyelashes. Like, did you? <laughs> oh. Imagine. <laughs> I didn't wear makeup today, guys. It's okay. Gosh. But yeah, you know, I think like that one is also like sort of touchy because, you know, we all want to become, whether or not words of affirmation is uh, is top on our love language, like, we all want some sort of compliment as, at the end of the day. Agreed. Know? If I come out and I'm in all in my birthday drip and nobody say nothing to me, I'm, I'm going like, to be like, yo, so what? Like, 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 I don't look great. Like, like, so, did I draw my eyebrow wrong? Like, yeah, you did. Imagine. <laughs> you know, so it's just like, I think that there's, again, like, a balance with it. And, you know, really just understanding that it's okay to, you know, you give credit when it's due. Agreed. Agreed. Straight up. Like, I just think this this was such an important and essential conversation. And I know you guys who's listening, y'all probably thought, like, so they wasn't going to talk about, like, boyfriend and girlfriend. No, we could always talk about that later. We'll talk about that another time, maybe. But it's so essential to know how to love your friends. Absolutely. How are you going to develop community and a sense of values within your friendships if you don't know how your friends even want to be loved? Right. So It's we, all about building that circle. And you, yep. know, you really want to be surrounded by people who understand and who get you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like friends that are going to uplift you. And you guys all uplift each other. So Agreed. It's like, in order for y'all to all be on the same page and really have the biggest impact on each other, like you really have to understand how everybody wants to be loved. I agree. So yeah, for me, it's more so like, listen, everyone's going to prefer to be loved differently, right? It's just a matter of you finding the right person, right friend group who's attracted to your style of love. Yeah, whatever that looks like. That's fine. Big facts, big facts. My friends deal with me, so I'm good. I also Period. think, you know, it's there's nothing wrong in the fact that, you know, you have friends that may not necessarily attracted your love languages yep. and i think that there's absolutely nothing no, it's wrong not. with that but right. also if you feel that your friendship is suffering because of that it's mm-hmm. something to address but yep. it's also don't feel guilty if you you guys maybe need to grow apart from each other mm-hmm. and yep. you find it somewhere yeah. else yeah. so That's it's facts. like you know don't make you and your friends suffer if you guys aren't really contributing or cannot mm-hmm. contribute to each other's Within your friendships, you should feel comfortable to express those feelings and not be embarrassed. Like, you mm-hmm. should be able to know, like, this is how I want to be treated and this is how I don't yep. want to be treated. Right. You know I mean? Like, you know, you know yourself. You got to know yourself before other people can know you. That's Let a fact. That's too true. Know yourself. And on that note, it is time to wrap up um, this episode. Let's talk some more. Let's do more. Now, let's, <laughs> let me stop. Next time. <laughs> But to the Hero Bible family, thank you again for tuning in with us. We hope you enjoyed this. And please feel free to suggest any speakers or topics you would like to hear for us talk about on this podcast. Feel me? Don't forget to go and take the survey on 5lovelanguages.com. And I'll definitely share some links for you guys to get more information. Share this episode with your friends and discuss with one another. How can you guys apply your love languages within your friendships? 
Thank you so much. Thanks, y'all. See y'all next week. We'll hear y'all next week. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, everyone. It's your girl, Juju. On behalf of the Her Revival team, we just wanted to give a huge shout out to today's sponsor. Vinyl is a brand visibility company that curates freelance independence to small businesses. To date, they are involved in community affairs and public education, servicing over 100 businesses and 10 public schools. You can find Vinyl on Instagram at V-Y-Y-N-L. Once again, V-Y-Y-N-L.